0: This is a podcast by the Straits Times. Welcome to the double feature movie podcast. I'm your host Jonathan Roberts, and I'm joined as ever by Joanne So from the Hang On. You're not Joanne So. Hi. Who are
1: you? My name is Cocky uh, Fung. I'm from the newspaper as well, and I work with Joanne, but I'm a stand-in because she's not a fan of horror. Really? And what particular horror have you been reviewing this week? Well, I watched Child's Play, which is a reboot of the 1988 uh, film involving the killer doll Chucky. Before we get to that, there's been some movie news. The reviews for The
0: Lion King are out The It's not a live action remake, it's kind of a CGI or live ish action yeah, remake. Like Jungle Book, right? Yes. Kind of, yeah. And by the same director, John Favreau, who we oh. were talking about last week because he's in Spider Man as Happy Hogan. Yeah. So reviews are coming out and they're veering from complete dismissal of the thing, yawning boredom, and some people saying, oh no, it's quite wonderful. Joanne has reviewed this one and you will find out what she thinks of it next week. But what are your views on the
1: Disney live-action remakes? Well, I'll be honest, I haven't really watched too many of them and they don't really capture the magic of the animated movies. I'm not sure what the point of the live-action remakes are. Yeah, it seems kind of reductive to me, although
0: I have to say the Mulan trailer came out uh, just this last week. Yeah. And that looks a lot more promising.
1: It does look pretty good. I think because they have sort of They've moved towards something that's a bit different, and you know, I think they're actually uh, leaning into the live action thing and, and making it work for that movie. Let's get into Charles Play*. So, a bit of a horror. Is it a
0: horror? Is it scary? Uh, I I think it it's not scary in a in a in a visceral way. Isn't that losing out a massive part of what it's meant to do?
1: Then? Yeah, I think so. I, I think I think it tries to be. So, have you watched *The Evil Dead*? The, the oh series. yeah. yeah. So the it, summary, it's, it's me. kind yeah. of in that vibe, right? Where it's it's more slasher than horror, right? And, and it sort of plays up the the gore and the hu- and the dark humor, but so, but it loses that that terror because I think um, they've changed the premise of what Chucky's supposed to be in this movie. And that kind of brings you out of that kind of He's still a killer doll, right? Yeah, but his origin story is different. So
0: what was the origin story? The original, what is the origin of this particular one?
1: Right, so the 1988 version, right? So Chucky is actually a doll that's possessed by uh, the soul of a serial killer. So this serial killer has been hunted down by a detective. Based on a true life story. For sure. (laughs) And, you know, he he does some voodoo magic and then... um, his soul is transferred into this doll and he became, the doll becomes the killer doll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but in this reboot I think they're trying to bring it to a more modern audience so which which kind of makes sense because I mean if you want the, okay uh, tell, tell me yeah. what it is before you say it makes sense right. okay so so basically in this version um, uh, Chucky is uh, it's one of many you know, high-tech, this high-tech uh, line of dolls called Buddy. Uh-huh. And they're meant to be like a physical version of Alexa or Siri. Right. Where you can, you know, shout commands at it and it does stuff for you and it sort of learns, um, you know, habits and stuff and it becomes like your best friend for There's life. a Black Mirror episode that mirrors... Yes. ...that with uh, Miley Cyrus. Exactly. I haven't watched that yet, actually. Oh, that's very good. But, yeah, so, it, I, I think it's because, you know, all of, all of Black Mirror and, and, and similar stories, streaming shows like that. So, is
0: AI gone mad?
1: Yeah, and his origin story is kind of weird, so... Um, you mean there's no voodoo at all? No, not at all, yeah. Oh.
0: So, it's, it's interesting because... I love me
1: some voodoo. <laughs> it's interesting because I think it 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 sort of makes it relevant for people nowadays, because, um, you know, with with this prevalence of this AI stuff in our homes, uh. it makes sense that the producers want to tap into that kind of fear, but it's a very different kind of fear from of fearing your robot or you're fearing your computer from fearing a supernatural being.
0: Yeah, because yeah. my laptop could stab me at any time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess the problem is, like you mentioned Black Mirror, right? So Black Mirror and another show that I, I really love called Mr. Robot, right? So they really do the techno horror uh, stylings really, really well. Mm. So I remember there's, a, there's an episode in uh, Mr. Robot with a scene of a smart home going wrong. Right. And I was, I was terrified because the way they did it with the tension and how they, the direct, how they directed the scene and everything, right? I really truly felt that smart homes are not a good idea. Yeah, but I think in this film, it's it doesn't tap on that kind of
0: very susceptible, uh, kind of aren't you?
1: <laughs> That's true. It's it's kind of scary, right? Okay, fine. Yeah. So I think in in Child's Play, um, they do tap at that a little bit, but also they don't really explore too much of that. Concept, so it, it kind of loses a little bit of that, um, that fear and that terror. So I, I I don't think it's that scary.
0: You mean yeah. it needs a voodoo serial killer possessed doll to really
1: be scary? Um, I th- I think it need you needed to go full on one way and not like stay in the middle. Were you a fan of the originals? Uh actually, I mean, it, there's multiple yeah. sequels to this thing. But how many sequels have there been? Of I think they are like into the seventh or eighth film in the Good franchise. Theory. Yeah, because um, So th- this is the Backstory to it Where the original Child's Play In 1988 Was um, released by MGM Which is the current produce- um The company that Released the reboot as well Right But the rights were sold um, For the sequel To Universal Because I think At the time MGM felt Kind of iffy About whether or not It would sell tickets To, to, to a horror film Right So um, with this reboot Right I think the original Creator of the character Chucky Don Mancini Was totally not involved In the reboot at all And he sort of Expressed a little bit Of displeasure That he wasn't fully on board with this reboot so Dom
0: has been responsible for all the sequels yes that's right up to not this one because this is a reboot yes and he has been jettisoned because he did not give his well he was asked for his blessing yeah. but they went ahead anyway yeah
1: exactly and I, he's also doing a, a TV show apparently on Sci-Fi in the US so there's a cable channel in the US oh. so that's such a, this was, that's a that's gonna be a like Chucky Tales sequel Chucky, I have no idea but apparently that's what's happening for people like myself
0: yeah who have a let's say an interest Mm -hmm. in the actress Aubrey Plaza yeah uh, fantastic deadpan acting in Parks and Rec yes and generally although she's been in some very rum comedies Mm -hmm. or some poorly chosen what? Dirty Grandpa Dirty Grandpa Grandpa, I was gonna say yeah it's comes across as someone who doesn't particularly like acting at all in interviews, <laughs> and doesn't particularly like his fame thing, and be a lot happier not to be anywhere right. near it. Um, but she is the lead in this. She kind of
1: n- is, but not really. Oh, yeah. As so I think, I think okay. so. Like, um, I think that the main characters in this story are Chucky, who's voiced by Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. uh, who is pretty good actually, because I mean he's a he's a veteran voice actor. So I think I think he knocks it out of the park. And then the other character is is the boy. um I think the actor's name is Gabriel Bateman, and he plays Andy, who's who's the boy who's friends with Chucky. So I think it's not the same Andy from Toy Story, is it? No, it isn't. Okay. Fine. Yes, but um, I think so. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza's character is Andy's mum. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of she plays a role in the plot, but she oh, she's kind of um, not really central to the to the action that okay. much. Yeah. Um, I, I think Aubrey bling- brings. Um, it's a bit strange to have her playing a mum. It, just seems it so is.
0: It is. I mean, she's fantastic in Legion as well. Yeah, I thought I love. If you're not watching Legion, try and find Legion and uh, one of your cable providers because it is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. It's it's like when I heard that she's playing a mum. Yeah. like, Has it been that long?
1: Yeah, but you'd be surprised because I think it works because the relationship between Andy and 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 the mum, it's kind of like a friendly kind of. Um, it, and Aubrey Plaza brings that spunk to the role which kind of fits the, the dynamic between the mother and son you know they're kind of friendly with each other but actually um, th- there's a bit of tension going on but at the same time you know they're kind of like close and, and they mm. hang out together and yeah so I think it works and, and Audrey Puzzle brings a certain amount of uh, charm to the, to the film actually and quite a bit of humour and her, her deadpan humour works so well with the dark humour that the movie's going for you know what I okay. mean yeah so where do you stand on this is it worth a watch I think it's it's ninety minutes, so it's really short. Oh. I mean, it's not that it's not a slog, you know. So I think it's a really fun ride. I think um, if you if you're a fan of like uh, over the top gore, some like interesting kill scenes, you know, that kind of thing, I think you'd be enjoying it. But don't bring too high an expectation to the movie because you're not gonna get the same uh, fear that I felt when I first watched Child's Play when I was a kid. You know, because I was terrified when I when I first saw Chucky with a knife jumping around. Trying to stab people. I was I, as a kid. I was like, "This is not great," yeah. But I, I think as a kid, how yeah, old were you watching it? I, it was a rerun. I think. I, I think it might, it might have been the it might have been the Bride of Chucky that I watched the first uh, the first uh, one that I watched. Yeah. yeah, and I was I was freaked out. So huh. I I feel like it's it's good but not great. Yeah, that that's my verdict. I think. And if you're a fan
0: of voodoo, it's not for you.
1: No, not at all. No voodoo. No
0: voodoo at no. all. Yeah. Poor old food. <laughs> well, that's Charles Play. Go check it out if you're looking for some kind of brainless, kind of you know, yeah, just some just
1: fun, easy stabbing kind of time. Yeah, not just stabbing. Actually, there are quite a few interesting ways okay. that people are killed in this in this movie. Ah,
0: yeah. okay. Well, we're kind of in a, a kind of odd period for cinema at the moment. I guess Lion King will be the Possibly the last sputtering of the blockbusters. Everything at the moment, though, is still Spider-Man Far From Home. Which is great. It's quite wonderful. Now, last time, John and I did a kind of fairly clean, spoiler-free review. It's been out for about, effectively, for two weeks now. So, if you haven't seen it yet, please, avert thine ears. We're going to go into spoilers what was your favorite moment? That's quite a spoiler.
1: Okay, so if you stayed past the ending, there are two uh, mid credit. There's a mid credit scene and there's an end credit scene, the which mid- for once and for the longest time are both vital to watch. Yes, you have to stay and watch those because they are crucial to what's going to happen next in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But so the mid credit scene was brilliant because there's a cameo by. None other than J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson, and it's brilliant because he's playing that same role, but in a comp- in a very appropriate context. Well, J.K.
0: Simmons played the, was chosen for the role yes. for the Sam Raimi films back in 2002, That's r- r- right. early 2000s, and knocked it out of the park. If anyone he was, a, he's also incredibly spry. Yes, because there's that cut scene where he wears the spidey outfit and he leaps around. Yes. and he gets on a desk and he's kind of like pops, uh, you know, kind of almost an Asian squat yeah. <laughs> on the <desk. laughs> but he just leaps onto the desk. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, yeah. we we digress. So J Jonah Jamison. Jameson. That's
1: right. It's it's brilliant because he's presented as like an Alex Jones kind of character, which kind of fits the world com- like perfectly. I
0: mean, the the logo for dailybugle.com, Yeah, or is it net? I, can't I think it's net net. Yeah, uh, is in that info Wars style. Yeah,
1: and the back, the backdrop yeah. is also very infowars. But at the same time you can still tell it's it's him and he has a cigar yeah. and he has the same attitude and I I think it's just brilliant. It was a it was a great cameo. Was not expecting it at all? And When it came out it, it made you know the film, yeah. And of course he delivers the
0: biggest blow of all in that he, he he Mysterio outs-
1: Jake Gyllenhaal
0: outed uh Peter Parker. Yeah. And it's a bit of an odd one. Do you realize Peter Parker is the only superhero in the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe to have a secret identity? Uh, everyone else is known about. That is, I, I, that is true. They either are that person, aka Thor, yeah, or there's absolutely no kind of like secret about.
1: I, I think in the co- in the comics or, or in the previous films, the reason why it's secret is because he's a young kid from you know Queens, so. I think there's a certain sort of vulnerability towards him being well, exposed to it. You know? All yeah. the superheroes had
0: like you know their own secret identities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only one who's kept it because yeah. he is you know, still at school. He just exactly. Aunt, didn't want Aunt May to find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where you realize that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, people like Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye are never actually called those code names. I don't know how they're going to get the sequel out because now that he's outed him yeah. and that kind of labeled him as a murderer yeah. as well I don't know how quickly they can get the sequel out because it demands a sequel now it does it really needs a sequel very quickly but that would be the last of the pre-negotiated contract yeah of between the Sony Marvel thing so I think he's got one more solo film ah. in that current contract so that, it has to come out quickly
1: yeah so I, I've, I've read online that um, the director of Far From Home John Watts had an interest in exploring a possible villain for the next film which is Craven
0: who could be played by Remy Malik as a Freddie Mercury? Perhaps. Because Freddie Mercury seemed to adopt Craven the Hunter's persona. Yeah. Sort
1: of look, <laughs> even at the armband. That's right. But, so, yeah, yeah. so it's in- it'd be interesting because Craven's end goal is to hunt Spider Man. He's the ultimate trophy for him, right? And if Spider Man is altered as Peter Parker, it gives an excuse for him to then hunt Peter Parker, which I think works, you know? Folks, I seem to
0: realize I've stumbled upon a comic book nerd here. (laughs) Your knowledge is deep. No, it really isn't. It's just cursory Google Google searches. So then you saw the sign as he's flying through the old Avengers building, the old Stark Tower. And apparently that has got a sign on it that says, coming soon, and a a one in a circle, and a two in a circle, and a three in a circle, and then it has an ellipsis. It has the old dot, dot, dot there. Yeah now the Fantastic Four logo is a four in a circle yes so people are now like,
1: <sighs> yeah and again that's quite interesting because um, I think a lot of people are wondering how they're going to fit uh, Fantastic Four back into the MCU so I don't know how that's going to go because you know there's
0: one really good theory that could work there's going to be some big announcement at yeah. uh, Comic Con the whole H thing and if it happens I shall buy myself a coffee I reckon they've probably already cast Emily Blunt and John Krasinski as Reed Richards and Sue Richards. Interesting. As a Mr. Fantastic. Because both of those, both of those, both of them, uh, were up for major Marvel roles before. Mm. So Emily Blunt was, pretty much had Black Widow in the bag, but then was stuck doing Gulliver's Travels. Oh, okay. And John Krasinski was up for Captain America to the Mm. point of getting... Dressed up in the old red, red white and blue suit. So I reckon it'd be interesting, interesting. to bring them in. As yeah, if it happens, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I will just bring up. There is one Spider-Man Far From Home thing that I think is quite hilarious. Uh, it comes keeps on coming up on Twitter. Uh, it's a post by Comic Book Resources. Mm-hmm. It's it says it's got a picture of Stanley, and the it's, the headline is. The real reason Stan Lee did not film a cameo for Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, I wonder why that could be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't I mean, even believe it. And it keeps on running. It's really? One of those, it seems to be one of those kind of reposted things. I did reply to him and said, hey, uh, comic book resources, you might want to sit yeah. down. I, I've got some news. In case you missed it, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, my favorite bit was the way they ran with Night Monkey. So, you get that Die nacht Monkey or whatever Yeah, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the Dutch prison.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious. That was go, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah naked Monkey, Nike, <laughs> yeah. That was
0: great. I, uh, well, the other end credits thing was, of course, that uh, Nick Fury was <laughs> not Nick Fury. That was an interesting It was uh, Fantastic Ben Mendelssohn giving his. Rea- I love his portrayal of the skull. It's just like, yeah, well, you know, he's all kind of it's kind of really laid back it's kind of almost uh, it's kind of Ben Madison's thing though Uh, but yeah so Nick Fury has not been
1: Nick Fury for how long I don't know what to think about that actually it does
0: make sense though because earlier and I just love it when people really craft the scripts and just give little nods that you won't notice at the time and then it really makes sense that when Spider-Man is saying well can't you get somebody else and he says what about Captain Marvel I said don't invoke her name which is yeah. like okay Nick Fury you're kind of friends with her but yeah. thing to say and then you realise that because they're Skrulls, so they're scrolls, yeah. and you will talk about our saviour exactly so nice one
1: yeah but I wonder where this sets up the MCU because like, it's so such an interesting this is this him s- setting up what's called SWORD Oh, which is I've heard of that. Yeah, uh, it's, like the, it's like the extraterrestrial world version, observation, something. It's basically the outer space version of Shield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it means that the the whole Kree-Skull, Skrull war thing isn't dead. Because like, well, there's I, another. It's clear there's yeah. some kind of secret invasion thing. That yeah, which imagine. is which is good because I think a lot of people were disappointed at the end of Captain Marvel when they didn't when they realized that there wasn't going to be a secret invasion type, or type when plot. They realized that. Uh, Scrollers were the nice people guys. yeah so I think this could help you know yeah and that
0: is where we'll leave double feature for this week if you're passing by Spotify Apple Podcasts or indeed Google Podcasts do like rate and reviewers Yifeng thank you for joining me thank you for having me bring your horror expertise and <laughs> thank you to you at home or Maybe you're on the bus, or maybe you're flying through the air. Who knows where you are? Why not write in and tell us? You can write in to podcast.sph.com.sg and tell us where is the strangest place you have been listening to us. Until the next time, though, and another double feature, goodbye. That was an SPH
1: podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightscience.com and bt.sg.